Hello, this is Vernon. And this is Kimberly. And, and we're, we're the T-Show. Show. Today's topic is going to be about triumph over difficult times and why we felt that God has led us to discuss this important topic. So, obviously many of you don't know, especially if, since this is the beginning of our podcast and everything, our family has been going through many, many trials and tribulations as of late. We have been dealing with things financially, medically, just mentally, emotionally, basically every way that we can be attacked, we have been. Right. And it's all, of course, happened at one time, how it always does. You know, they say when it rains, it pours. And literally, that's what has been going on in our lives. Vernon has been hurt. Neither one of us has been working. We've been having issues with our kids, with our car, like... Everything that you can imagine besides someone dying, and I pray that that does not happen, mm-hmm. but it's happened. So how have we been able to still keep smiling, to be happy, to find joy, to laugh and love one another when literally our world has been crashing down around us? And there is only one answer to that, and that is Jesus Christ. Amen. Because without him, we cannot do anything. We cannot be anything. So... Here, um, our main passage that we're going to be talking about is Isaiah chapter 41, verses 9 through 13. I'm going to be reading from the Tree of Life version. So the passage says, I took hold of you from the ends of the earth and called from its uttermost parts and said to you, You are my servant. I have chosen you, not rejected you. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I surely will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Behold, all who were angry at you will be ashamed and disgraced. Those who quarrel with you will be as nothing and perish. Though you will look for those who contended with you, you will not find them. Those who warred against you will be nothing at all. For I am Adonai your God, who upholds your right hand, who says to you, Fear not. I will help you. Amen. That's a beautiful scripture. Um, I remember I was thinking about scriptures on, um, you know, God helping his people through difficult times. And I just felt that that scripture really spoke to me. It talks about how God steps in during difficult times and he upholds us. He encourages us and just know that our strength is in Christ Jesus, our Lord, and not in the situation or the circumstance, but in Jesus Christ alone. Like for one thing, which is an example of how amazing God's touches and how he can bring you the uttermost peace is that we literally today, as of April 26, 2019, were hours away from becoming homeless. There was no way for us to finish paying our rent. We haven't been able to do anything. Yet, here we go earlier today to a youth um, event at our church, um, First GNO, and we are laughing and we're smiling and we're getting along with everyone. And if you were just looking from the outside in, you would have no idea that our family is facing the trials and tribulations that we are. But literally, the only thing that has saved us is the grace of God. Amen. As of today, hours before we were about to be evicted, we were about to be homeless, we had no idea what we were going to do, I got a phone call with a job offer, and I'll be starting sometime in May. And literally, 
it is orchestrated amazingly. Like God's plan is perfect. And we had no idea what we were going to do. We normally, before everything happened, we would have been stressing. We would have been fighting with one another. We've been taking our anger out on other people, on the kids. Like it would have been a chaotic, toxic environment. But this time around, it has been completely different. Vernon and I both have rededicated our lives to Christ, right. which is funny because it happened on the exact same day, but at separate times. So we right. went together, but separately. And ever since then, we have been taking this journey together, step by step, every single day. We have actually started reading the Bible together. We've been praying together. We've been doing things that we have never done our entire relationship So over the past eight years, we've never prayed together. We've never read the Bible together. We've never really had these spiritual discussions. And it's amazing the work that God is doing in our marriage. Right. And ever since we decided to do that, maybe a few weeks back, maybe a month at most, our lives have been completely transformed. And the only way that that is possible is through Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit working within us. Amen. Amen. Um. Taking a closer look at the topic, uh, triumph over difficult times, uh, why is it important to rely on God's strength? It's important to rely on God's strength during these difficult times because God is our source for everything. Once you are a child of God, God is the source for everything and you cannot have anything or accomplish anything or do anything without God, let God be the reason and the very thing that takes you through that difficult time. Like as referring back to our subject, not to keep harping on it, but just showing that it is the perfect example. We had no idea what we were going to do. We had no place that we could stay here in Louisiana. We didn't have really any source of income coming in. Vernon cannot work. I have been going on interviews and filling out applications for over a month. I never heard back from anybody. Nothing ever happened. And all of a sudden, this week on Tuesday, I went in for an interview. Then literally today, three days later, I get a phone call asking if I want to take the position. Before that, we were basically getting ready to pack up our stuff and mm-hmm. move to go stay with family members in a completely different state. Right. Because we had nowhere to turn. We had no means of saving ourselves, no means of getting ourselves out of this situation. Basically, the capacity that we were able to do to fix it, we had already maximized that out, and there was nothing more that we can do. The only right. thing that could save us and the only thing that did save us was Jesus. And this time, it's crazy because here we are, as I was saying, our world is crashing down. We have no idea what we're going to do, how we're going to handle it. And yet, we have this utter peace. Right, amen. Where we're not stressing, we're not fighting, we are taking the kids out and playing with them and laughing. All these things we never would have been done before because we were too worried of how we could fix it. Right, right. But we as people... We can't fix our situation all the times. And I know that there's this phrase that people love to say. It's like a Christian cliche, if you may, that God is never going to give you more than what you can handle. I don't really believe in that. Because if you could handle it, what would you need him for? Why Mm -hmm. would he have to step in? 
Mm-hmm. So I believe that, yeah, you're going to go through things that are bigger than you, that you're not going to be able to handle. And that's okay, because that is how you're going to learn to rely on him, to have faith in him and to trust in him, to get you through any and every situation in life. Right. So that is exactly what we did. We prayed together like, Lord, we have no idea what we're going to do. There is right. nothing that we can possibly do anymore to help fix our situation. Right. The only thing that we can do is have faith in you and trust in you that you will provide all your needs. And we stand on your promise that you right. made to your children. Right. And lo and behold, within hours of our world coming to a complete end, there he comes in and steps in and save us with exactly what we need in order to stay afloat and to get our lives back on track. Right. That's why it's important for us as believers to continuously read the word of God. And also, I have to include to surrender yourselves daily because, you know, we, it's easy to get caught up in life. It's easy to get caught up in how you feel at that moment. You know what I mean? And, and that will distract you. That will keep the focus off God. And I know you might be feeling like, well, man, you really don't understand my situation. And I might not, but I do know that the word of God is true. I do know that the Holy Spirit is living within us. I do know that there is power in God's word. There is deliverance in God's word. That is what I do know. And the, and, and the point of me saying that is, is don't focus on the negative. Tell him, babe. You know, focus on what God can do. Refer back on things that he has already brought you from. Mm-hmm. And remember that he can do it again and again and again and again and again. And he will do it because he does not lie. Mm-hmm. He does not leave you as an orphan. He cares about what you're going through. He knows what you're going through mm-hmm. and he will provide. That is what is important for us to remember as Christians. And that is how you triumph over your difficult times. Mm-hmm. Spending time with God, denying yourself and trusting in God's word. And trust me, it is hard. Right. If it was the easy lesson everyone would do it right everyone would be like okay sure god's gonna handle everything and we're not saying to be naive to your problems we're not saying wear your rose-colored glasses and the world suddenly turns into rainbows and butterflies with unicorns prancing around in your front yard that's not how it works life is hard right life is always going to be hard but you will get through it because Jesus is going to walk with you hand in hand, getting you through every situation that you face in life. Right. Amen. And I'm not, and there's a scripture and I'm not using this scripture to, to, to beat you up or, or to, to add anything, any more pressure on you, you know, but, but the scripture is very true. It is very true. The scripture is very true. And this, this scripture, um, often allows me to self-reflect when I'm going through things and it's like, well, God, why, why, why is this happening? Why is this? And why is this happening? But the scripture is, and forgive me because I don't have it in front of me right now, but the scripture is Jesus Christ is telling the disciples, you know, the, the fowls of the airs have nest and the foxes have no, uh, have holes, excuse me, but the son of man might not have a place to lay his head. 
So I'm using that scripture. I'm using that scripture to encourage you that this walk might be hard. This this walk gets hard at times. It's not but might be. It's yeah, it, it, yeah, to this be walk hard. is guaranteed to get hard. But you know what? Victory is ours. And 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 like there's a scripture in 2 Corinthians where Paul is going through a tough situation and he talks about uh, the the thorn in his flesh. It says that, you know, he asked God several times to remove the thorn in his flesh. It, it says in 2 Corinthians 12 and, Nine and 10. Yeah. And it says uh, three times I begged the Lord about this that it might leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for powers made perfect in weakness. Sorry, y'all. I was getting some water. <laughs> <laughs> we both have the gift of gab, so we talk a lot. And with that comes really dry throats. <laughs> but yeah, basically, if anyone ever told you that being a Christian is going to be an easy walk, that when you give your life to Jesus and you accept his salvation and him as your savior, that it's magically going to get easy, they are lying to you. Right. At that point, <laughs> this is not the best selling point to why you should become a Christian, 101. But... <laughs> Basically, your life is going to get that much harder because now you have an enemy that never sleeps. The devil is like a lion that's coming to kill, Mm -hmm. seek, and destroy you Mm -hmm. at any time, any way he can. Mm -hmm. So, of course, that puts a target on your back. Of course, your life isn't going to be easy. Is it always going to be terrible and difficult and like... I don't even know, unimaginable terror. <laughs> no, right. it doesn't mean that it's going to be that either. But it's not going to be easy. Right. And the way that you're going to get through it, through every life situation, no matter what it is, like we have had medical problems, like Vernon has been hurt to where he's probably going to have to get surgery. We have been homeless before. Mm-hmm. We have been homeless twice right. with children. We right. have three kids. Right. So imagine... Not only you losing everything, but then being a parent and being responsible for three other lives and losing everything. So that is definitely not easy. Like in our marriage, in the beginning, we almost got divorced. We Mm -hmm. almost didn't make it. We almost lost all of that. Like there's so many trials and tribulations that we have been through separately and together that we've known each other that we could have thrown in the towel and be like, hey, I give up. This is hard. I can't do this. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to run away. But then what would actually happen? That doesn't mean that life is going to get easier if you run away from your problem. That doesn't mean that life is going to get easier if you try to handle it on yourself. Actually, it's probably going to get a lot harder because it's either going to catch back up with you Mm -hmm. or at that point you're going to exhaust yourself because you're trying to do everything yourself. We're here cast your burden on Jesus. Right, he amen. is the one will, that will take up the yoke with you. Right, right. So you don't have to do all of this by yourself. You have the son of the creator of all on your side. Right. Is that not the best gift and biggest comfort to get you through anything in life? Right. Now, your solution may not be what you think it is. Your right. solution may not come when you want it to come. Right. Obviously, for us about to be homeless within hours ago, 
we would have liked to know beforehand, hey, everything's going to be okay. <laughs> but it doesn't work that way. Right. You don't get a little like note on your door saying, hey, at 3 o'clock today, all your problems are going to be solved. Or right. you don't receive that email. You don't get that text message. You don't get that right. letter in the mail letting you know, hey, your problem's going to be solved. This is going to be over. Da-da-da-da-da. Whatever you want to put there. It happened in his timing. Amen. And also, that's another hard lesson to learn, is it's not your time, it's his time. Because his plan will always be more perfect than what your brain could ever imagine it to be. Amen, 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 amen. (laughs) Amen, woo! I knew that this was going to be a topic, boy, I I really did. Because us as Christians, we, we need to be reminded constantly of the goodness of God, we also need to be reminded constantly who we are, who we are, who we are in this world. What does that mean? We are the light and salt of this world. And this world is dark. So, you know, we're going to be attacked. We're going to encounter hard times. The devil's number one thing is to discourage us from following Christ. So be prepared for that. I'm not saying that to scare you. I'm saying that to motivate you. Run to the word of God. Run to Jesus Christ. Because that's going to be the thing that brings you through. But um, I want to specifically talk about marriages right now. uh, Triumphing over difficult times. Um, I always used to tell my wife that... um, you know, we would wonder why why are Christian marriages failing left and right yep, in today's time. Percent right. of so called Christian marriages fail. They end up in divorce. Right. Um, so I guess I kinda wanna talk about that a little bit. I just I just feel like when two Christians or are people to- that say they are. <laughs> well, two when I'm talking I'm not talking about the people that say, I'm talking about the ones that are. <laughs> okay, because we that's a whole nother topic whole we could talk podcast. about. <laughs> so this is for the ones that are the ones that are Christians, okay, that might be struggling in their marriage. You have two powerful things coming together. Okay? Just think about that. There's two powerful things coming together that can resist Satan. So, of course, Satan is going to try to come for you and your marriage mm-hmm. because that's t- and, and then now. OK, so now let's step back. So there's two Christians, two people filled with the spirit of God. They have children. And in return, what happens? Those children grow up and to be filled with the spirit of God. Then their children grow. And you see what I'm trying to get here? What what I'm saying is, is that if you let the devil come in and destroy your marriage, look at what just happened. He has destroyed the most powerful bond that you could have ever made. Ever. Other than you and Jesus Christ. Because without that, you wouldn't have a Christian marriage to begin with. Right. So just think about that and stand firm on the word of God. Stand firm on his word. It's always going to be hard. Like, as we have said, we almost didn't make it. Right. But the thing is, with all the problems that we were going to, we both had to take our time, step back, Mm -hmm. 
and think and talk to God about, is this what we really want? Is this really meant for us? And if it is, you're going to make it work out. So just like you choosing to follow Jesus and accept his salvation, we both had to choose if we were going to accept this marriage and make it work. Right. So the whole thing about free will, it comes into play more than once. Oh, yeah. Like, free will is a part of every decision that you make. Right. It might not be as extreme to where it's just like, God, should I wear a yellow shirt today or should I wear a purple shirt today? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that, yes, he cares about every element of you and of your life. But I'm pretty sure that he has the confidence in you that you can make that choice of what color shirt today. Right. But when you truly go to him about whatever is happening in your life and be like, Lord, what do I do? The thing that you have to also realize is you ask him what is his will and right. not what is your will. Right. Thy will be done. Right. Deny yourself. Right. That way you can go whatever path he has for you. And ever have he whatever path he has for you is going to be the most amazing walk that you will ever go on. Amen. Hey, y'all. So we had a technical difficulty that we had to work out there, but we're back. So (laughs) (laughs) where else were we going with this? So one thing that I wanted to talk about is since this past Sunday, um, we had a guest speaker at our church for Easter. And they shared their testimony and their story of the tribulations that their family went through. And literally, they lost a child. And... Me being a mother, I can't even imagine what that feels like or what that goes through. And I really don't want to, if I'm going to be honest. I don't want to know what that feels like. But I was so thankful that they shared their story, that we got to know them and see how beautifully God worked on their family, on their faith, and Mm -hmm. brought them to a whole other level in the fact that their story, because they went through their hard time, mm-hmm. was able to be a lesson for other people. And one thing that they touched on that like really resonated with me, and I probably will never forget, is when we're going through whatever hard season that we're facing in our life, our question that we always ask is, why? God, why is this happening? Why this? Why that? And really in reality it always boils down to why me why is this happening to my family why is this happening to me why are we going through this situation Mm -hmm. and what they said which i think is absolutely brilliant is why is a very dangerous question to ask because it's a question that can never be satisfied Mm -hmm. you can give a perfectly good answer and it can always be asked why And then you have to come up with another answer and another answer and another answer until it spirals to where you don't even know why anymore. Mm -hmm. You don't even know why, how you got to this point. So instead of always asking the question why, first I'm going to tell you why. Bad things are going to happen. That's the way that the world is because this is a world that is not of God. Right. God does not rule this world, Mm -hmm. meaning... That this place is full of sin. Ever Mm -hmm. since we were separated from him in the Garden of Eden, the devil has come in and this has become his realm. Mm -hmm. Which is why so many bad things 
are happening to bad and good people. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care who the bad happens to right. as long as it's happening because it's affecting someone. Right. And his whole point is he wants to take your soul because mm-hmm. if you're already in the bad and you give into it, what else does he have to fight for? He already has you. Right. He doesn't have to keep working to try and break you off from God because right. he already did. He already won that battle. So he's right. just going to leave you alone right. in that sense. But um, what we can really do with this and take away from these hard situations that we're going to is asking God a different kind of question. We could be asking him, what do you want to do in my life with this situation? Right. What do you want me to learn? How do you want this to change me? Mm-hmm. And those are the kind of questions that brings your relationship with God closer and makes right. it more intimate. And you know, life is hard and life sucks. So whatever you're feeling, whatever emotions you're going through, tell him. He wants to know. He wants to have the intimate relationship with you. He wants you to talk to him and have that dialogue with him. Because if you never talk to him, how are you ever going to hear his voice? If you don't ever talk to him, how are you going to feel that you even have an intimate relationship with him? So I definitely have been touched by what they were saying. And it's funny that it all happened. As I say, God's work is perfect. That happened on Easter. Two days later, I had my job interview. Three days later, when everything is going haywire, I get that um, acceptance call and our lives are about to change. Mm -hmm. So it's just amazing what keeping faith does in your life. And the thing is, is um, before, as I was saying, I would have been super stressed. When I'm stressed, I get really agitated. I get snappy. I don't eat. Like, I'm a completely different person when I get stressed. But the fact that I was able to spend time with my family, with my husband, with my kids, laughing and smiling and enjoying life despite what's going on, that's not me. That never could have been me. That is only the touch of God in my life and how he has changed me. Right. I have, I have, I have to uh, jump in and say something real quick. It's something was just brought to my mind. Um, if you're going through a hard time right now, this might sound crazy, um, but praise God for it. And the reason why I say praise God for it is because he's using that difficult time to draw you closer to him. Mm-hmm. That difficult time isn't necessarily for you to waddle in your pity. Jesus Christ said, must I bear the cross alone? And really think about that. Must he bear the cross alone? You know, so really thank God for these difficult times. Thank God, you know, because this is what happens with difficult times. In difficult times, it allows God to prove to you who he said he is. Mm -hmm. Those difficult times also allows you to realize that what he says about himself is true. Those difficult times also allow you to have more faith in him. It allows you to have a personal 
relationship with him. So that's why I say thank God for difficult times, because the difficult times is to shape you. It's molding you. It's, you know, like the we all know about, you know, the potter and the clay is he, he's 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 molding you and, and crafting you into an image that is pleasing to his eyesight. So, you know, the devil means it for your bad, but God is always going to work it out for your good. Mm-hmm. And of course, here I have to come with like the more girly analogy because I'm just like that. <laughs> <laughs> I always say to people, like especially women, because of course women love this analogy too. Diamonds are made under pressure. Mm. If you never go under that pressure, you're always going to stay that lump of coal. Right, right, right. That's nice. I like that. Thanks. I'm kind of <laughs> nice like that. <laughs> but think about it. If you never go through anything bad in life, how can you appreciate the good time? Mm. And the thing is, is that God doesn't make bad things happen to you. Mm-hmm. Because that's not of him. But he does allow you to go through bad times. That way good things can come out of it. Right, right. Uh, I don't know if you know the story of Job. But also, read the book of Job. I mean, you can read any book throughout the entire Bible. I mean, all of it is good. But if you're going through something, read the book of Job. Job lost everything i mean everything and he still trusted god he still obeyed god and then god increased everything like tenfold gave everything back to him i'm not saying serve god and and to be obedient yeah to get the reward because this is almighty god we're talking about he knows your heart and people need people play with that saying Oh, God knows my heart. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Watch what you say, you know, because God really does know your heart. So just really, really just stay with God, be obedient to God and allow God to strengthen you. Allow God to make this bad situation that you're going through into a beautiful situation. Even if that means just you having a stronger relationship with him. Right, amen. Even if that means your faith being strong to where you don't have to worry right. about where the money for this bill is going to get right. paid. Peace. Where the food is going to be to feed your children's mouths. Right. It always will come through because he promised us that he will provide for right. all our needs. Right. And the thing is, is letting go of self. Right. You not trying to take control mm-hmm. and letting God control your situation, mm-hmm. that's you taking your leap of faith. Right. That's you trusting in him and believing in mm-hmm. him that he mm-hmm. will come through on all the things that mm-hmm. he has ever promised us. Mm-hmm. And that is a really scary thing to do because right. humans love to have control. Right. We want to take care of the situation. Right. We want it to go our way. We want it to right. be like, oh, I think it should be done this way. I think it should be done that way. God never works on a human level. <laughs> we right. will never be able to figure out what he's doing. Right. We will never know what he's doing. We will never know his timing. But right. that is the whole thing of faith. And part of going through bad times is to increase him 
and decrease self. Right. And increase your faith in him that he will stand on every promise that he wrote us in this holy Bible. Right. And let go. Right. And that's, that's, it's funny that uh, my wife mentions, um, you know, us decreasing and him increasing because that's been like my prayer for the last month and a half that God, you allow me to decrease so you will increase because I realized that I want God to sit on the throne in my life. I want to surrender myself to Christ. You know, we have that, that, that ability to choose and I'm choosing to deny myself so Christ can be more like Paul said to live as Christ to die as gain and that is one of the hardest lessons I feel that Christians have to learn is because we are fighting a battle every single day between self and evil and sin and choosing to follow God right because Even something just as simple as you being in traffic. Are you going to sit there and get upset and start yelling and Mm -hmm. honking your horn and doing all of this? Right. Or are you just going to let God give you peace? Be like, okay, at least no one was hurt. Right. At least there was no accident. Am I saying that the other actions that people did was right? No. No. I'm not saying that at all. Because, as I referred to earlier... This is not a world of God. Right. People are going to be mean. They're going to mm-hmm. be evil. They're going to mm-hmm. be conniving. They're going to be slick. They're going to be every bad thing that you can possibly think of. But the important thing is, what do you choose? Right. Are you going to choose to be of the world? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to choose to be like Christ? Because right. you are a Christian. Right. That automatically sets you apart. You right. are held to a different standard than right. people of the world. Right. So, No. It's not easy, but it's a choice. And when you make that choice, God gives you such peace. Honestly, like with what we've been going through, we have been so happy, so full of joy because we have the peace that we weren't stressed, that we weren't worrying, that we weren't freaking out about what we were going to do. We did everything that we could. It was out of our hands. It was our faith in God and right. believing that he was going to come through for us like he promised that he would. Right. That amen. made everything okay. Right. We didn't have to worry. We could walk around with smiles. We could laugh. We could have joy. We could love one another and others. Right. Because we weren't inhibited by right. that. Because right. God gave us peace. Right. Amen. Um, so that's the end of this podcast episode excuse me i'm learning the lingo here work with me um but i pray that this really rests upon your heart i pray that the holy spirit would really move in your life i pray that the holy spirit would use this message to renew the joy of your salvation because oftentimes We lose the joy of being saved. So I pray that he would renew the joy of salvation upon you and your life. And I pray, most importantly, that you would trust in Jesus Christ. And if you are not saved and you hear this message, I pray that the Holy Spirit would touch you right now. And you would realize, hey, I'm lost. 
I, I want to know this joy and this peace and I'm suffering from this or I'm suffering from that and I've tried this and I've tried that but I still feel empty the answer is Christ and Christ alone nothing can fill that void but him amen so I pray that the Holy Spirit will touch your heart and allow you to listen to this podcast again go to your local church um uh, just pray and ask God to come into your life. You know, confess that you are a sinner and you need Jesus Christ. Believe that in your heart and you will be saved and trust in Jesus Christ. Amen. So also what we're going to do is um, for the people that aren't saved and are looking for a church home and don't know where to start and you want to find one until you can find one in your local community. Our pastor, Chris Buckle, um, for First Assembly GNO, they put all of their sermons online. So you can go to their website and listen to his sermons and go back over the ones that he's already covered if you're just looking for somewhere to start. Because when we started there a little bit over a month ago, it was the Relentless series, which was amazing. Right. That's actually part of that series is when Vernon and I both decided together, but separately, to rededicate our lives to Christ and that has sparked this entire new journey and actually sparked this podcast this is the beginning of our ministry in the world right so I definitely recommend if you don't have a church home no matter where you are hey the internet is everywhere it's the world wide web right so (laughs) go ahead and follow or like just search because I don't know the website by heart I will have that written down for y'all next time but it's First Assembly Greater New Orleans, and I'm sure it'll pop up, and you can listen to sermons on there. Right. Also, look for uh, First Assembly GNO at uh, on uh, social media like They're Facebook, on Facebook, and Instagram. Right. Correct. Because we like we post stuff to like not on the actual like church page, but whenever we're doing something, whether we're working an event, whether we're volunteering, whatever. We always reference them, and you can see the stuff that we're doing firsthand. So, number one, you know we're not making this up. Right. And number two, you can see that we're real people just living for God and right. doing it the best ways and every ways that we know how. Right, and if you have a prayer request, please feel free to email us at siptshow at gmail.com. Once again, that is siptshow at gmail.com. That's S-I-P. T-S-H-O-W at gmail.com. Or even if you just want a topic for us to discuss, whether you want a part two to this to where we can cover things like more in-depthly, or if you even just want to say hi, we are definitely here for whenever and whatever y'all want to talk to us about. So doing the email will be the best of personal um, conversation back and forth. We are also on YouTube and on Instagram. Um, what is the YouTube information, babe? You set that up, so you know the name of it. Uh, it is, uh, the (laughs) T-Show. Just search the T-Show. Okay, well, that was self-explanatory and pretty simple, so I feel kind (laughs) of silly now. Um, also, if you want to find us on Instagram, which I have to say we are the most active, um, because we have not posted our first video on YouTube yet, it is The Sip Tea Show. 
So T H E S I P T S H O W. Right. So those are all the things that we're on. Uh, yeah, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but pretty soon <laughs> we'll be on almost every major platform. I'm talking about that's iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, Apple, yeah, <laughs> Google Podcasts. We are of course on Anchor. We are on. A th- three or four other yeah, platforms. Pocket, pocket pa- uh, Podcast. No, Pocket Cast. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> As you can see at this point, we're not really just know Just know all the major platforms and podcasts. We're there. there. Yay, yay. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> we are so lame. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, we just want to connect with y'all. We want to get to know you personally. Because having a relationship with God is personal as Amen. well as having a relationship with other believers. Right. We are all the body of Christ. We all work right. together. So, we right. want to get to know you. Right. And your life and your story and your situation and just walk through this life together. Right. Thank you and God bless. Bye. Oh, yeah. Now that's good tea.